when it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Game of Thrones. The Walking Dead. Westworld. No, that's the West Wing. West, Westworld. There we go. There have been many podcasts which seek to analyse the complexities, the depth, the plot lines, the hidden story arcs, the beauty of these productions. Quite simply, the world doesn't need another one, which is why we're applying that level of discussion to the bottom of the televisual barrel and scraping it with a weekly celebration of The One Show. Welcome, hello, hello, it's the The One Show Show, the podcast that worms its way into The One Show like one of those little parasitic freshwater vampire fish you sometimes hear about that swim up the penis if you go for a wee in a foreign river. Well, every weekday evening when The One Show does its toilet on your television, we swim up it to see what we can find inside. I am John Holmes and we're here once again to take you by the ears and lead you through the green sofas and obscure films about canal clearance and or road signs that form the spine of the nation's favourite flag. TV magazine show after all the others. This week, Matt loves a parrot, some four-year-olds are placed in mortal danger for an experiment, and Michelle Gale couldn't give a toss about magic. Joining me to throw stones at the One Show's garage door this week are the writer, critic, host of the Always There Howard's Way podcast, Julia Rayside, and he's back, the man, woman, non-specific One Show, show regular. To be honest, he can identify however he likes. It's Mark Haynes. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hi. Hello, welcome. Welcome, one and all. So, um, well... You've done. You've you've watched it before. Of yes, course. thank you. I have. Yes, and I've made you do it again, Julia. Thank you. Where did you start Monday? That was uh, that was good. Well, you say good. <laughs> I mean, it started. Um, well, uh, well, I mean, it started. You've, <laughs> you've already mentioned my favourite bit, which is oh. where they try to link to her, link from an item about her talking about playing Hermione in the Harry Potter play and saying, "Do you like magic?" And she's like, "Not asked." And then they say, well, Michelle isn't the only one who really loves magic. Well, I mean, she doesn't really love... And there's something about magic. It was 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 good because Angelica Bell um, went off autocue piece to to save the item in that way. Because the autocue was clearly said... Because the chat was supposed to go, (laughs) you're in Harry Potter and the Cursed Child, 
Michelle, aren't you? Yeah. And you're playing Hermione. And th- let's have a chat about magic. And as you rightly say, she couldn't. She just said, I don't really care. She's like, I don't mind it. It's worth way, saying as well. She, she, when they said, now, you, you know, tell us about the magic. And <laughs> she said, oh, you asked me about this in the dressing room. And I specifically told you <laughs> I can't do it. And I thought, oh, Matt Baker's like one of those Woodward and Bernstein. <laughs> he goes out there, he finds it and he goes, yeah, sure, I won't ask. And I'm thinking, they go, right, Michelle Gale, <laughs> tell me about magic, you cow. So how are you getting on with the magic side of things? Magic's not my calling, Matt. <laughs> Which he knows I told him in the dressing room. Don't mention the magic. <laughs> Belle did pull it round because the interview obviously said uh, Michelle's not alone in being fascinated that's it, that's by magic, it. as Kate Thornton has been finding out. Yeah. And, and Angelica just came in, she went... Michelle's not the only, not alone in being fascinated. Well, she's not really fascinated in magic, as Kate Thornton has been finding out. <laughs> yeah. uh, yes, you've gone off all to give. Angelica Bell, she knows what this is. This yeah. is the one point of the year where Alex Jones is away. So Angelica well, she, Bell it's knows... It's she's pregnant every year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is the, the bit where Angelica Bell goes, I need to make every moment count. And she does. She has a three-week window. They're not even letting her do the whole pregnancy. They're letting her do three weeks. I think she's thinking if I do well in the three weeks, yeah. I'll get another three. She's like partridge. No, completely. Partridge. Totally. Her eyes, I, th- I think though, I read it as her, she just seems like angry mm. for the whole time she's presenting the show. So any moments of like, you know, sort of micro expressions where somebody else is talking and it cuts back to her, she looks like she's fucking furious. Yeah. I, I want to know why. But she did it all though because she, there was a point where she was talking in uh, an episode, I think Wednesday's hour long episode, she was talking to Vicky McClure and Vicky McClure has just made a documentary. Oh, the dementia about- thing. Yeah. Her, her grandmother who died and Angelica Bell um, I think recently her grandmother has died and she began crying oh, on air wow. and I thought she is doing it all you have these people oh mate I know it's- yeah. and they're, they're such a huge pivotal force in your life and then all of a sudden they just don't See, when was the last time Alex Jones cried? Yeah. No, there this is God. real. Can't miss television. Yeah. I'll tell you who else is aware of Alex. Uh, of Alex, uh, what's her name? Alex Jones. Alex, Alex Graham. Alexander Graham Bell. <laughs> <laughs> it's only right that he come back and do his stint. Frankly, <laughs> Angelica it's his fault Bell. We're watching this shit. <laughs> Angelica Bell. There's somebody who else has got their eye on her taking over this job, and that's Alex Jones. Because on the first show she did on Monday. Matt mentioned, she, she said, uh, you've seen Alex, haven't you, today? And she went, yes. yes. Alex came round, she said, and it actually almost made me late for work. You're here for a few weeks, I aren't know, you? Three weeks, looking Lovely. forward to it. Alex actually popped round this morning, nearly made me late for work. Oh, did she? Yes. Oh, well, I'm sure she's watching at home. Yeah. And I thought, Alex, See, I told you. you are a bad bitch. You are trying to <laughs> fuck up. Oh, if you step up to the king, you best not miss. <laughs> That's why she looks Come angry. On, just pop it round. Why don't you sit down for three fucking hours and miss your cue? <laughs> well done. I'm gonna. I'm going to uh, squash you against the wall with my pregnant belly. <laughs> See if you can escape. Don't mess with the Jones. Don't this mess. is this is why Bell. Uh, this is what's going on behind her eyes. She knows she's got. She's she's on a knife edge. She's mm. for the whole show. It's really interesting. Watch just watch her face and no one else's. She's angry. Yeah. She wants it. Because there was evidence. There was all, uh, audible evidence of her gearing up to do the show. I think it was <laughs> Tuesday. So the first thing that happened. That you, it was the, it was an outside shot. To set up the show where they put the word one in big yeah. letters on the forecourt mm-hmm. um, and then over that before they cut to inside you just heard her breathe in really deeply <laughs> oh. because slap herself the... in the face and go come on <laughs> you can fucking do it come on <laughs> that pregnant bitch is not coming back <laughs> welcome to the one show <laughs> 
gonna tear this a new arsehole. Hi. <laughs> Let's burn this motherfucker down. <laughs> Please welcome the Gay London Men's Chorus. <laughs> exactly what it was. Oh, but it was wonderful. And there were two brilliant beginnings this week. Mm. And I know we're flitting about here, um, but that's fine. Um, was was the kids from Fame episode? Oh, amazing! That was, ama- that was my favourite. Matt Baker in that opening sequence. What? Jesus Christ! Oh, Chris, sorry. the fuck out of that. You didn't know I used to be an amateur gymnast. <laughs> Watch this fucking spin. <laughs> Serious face as well. It was astonishing. Serious face. He was going for it. He gave it the full, like, West End Wendy kind of, you know, slut drop, flick, flick, flick. (laughs) And then he sat down and did the whole interview and he wouldn't take off his his leg warmers or his headband. I I swear to God, he'd have kept them on for the whole show. I watched that and I thought, there are going to be women of a certain age across the shires (laughs) who had a very tempestuous night's sleep after that, (laughs) watching Matt as a 1980s sort of... What's the um, terrible play... uh, Back, backstage. I said terrible. It's really good. Yeah. What's it called? Oh, what chorus line? Chorus line. Yeah, yeah. That, that combination singular. of. Oh, imagine Matt Baker in chorus line. Just that beautiful spotlight. <laughs> and here I am, the big director. Uh, it was it was a weird wet dream. But there was a strange the, the beginning when they did come on dancing to fame. Mm. And like through the tunnel of the rabble, the rabble made the, the, the fame fans. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and then that and then they they twirled about a bit and then. The, so much to talk about. The, the bit <laughs> so with the, he, so he had his his uh, headband on and his leg warmers. Yeah. But during the film about fame, he took them off. Oh, did he? Yeah. So so they oh, gone. So someone told him to put well, them back on. I don't I don't mm. know what happened because they were gone and then obviously the, the, as the program went went on and they were talking about some just serious more serious subjects. Um, but An- Angelica Bell was still wearing hers. She wouldn't mm. take off her wristbands. No wristbands. Yeah, she, she got these just like them. No, I keep them. I like them. Weird coloured wristbands. Sweatbands then... used to be massive, didn't they? They did. I yeah, haven't seen you? them for years. Mm-mm. I used to have some Watford FC sweatbands, and you basically <laughs> you, you'd, you'd do your judo for ten minutes, and you'd be overjoyed <laughs> because it meant you could use your sweatband, which was just a way of having a small towel on your wrist. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to remember. They became such a status <laughs> symbol. This used though. to be a big part of the UK's. It manufacturing did. industry. <laughs> the manufacture of sweatbands. <laughs> it's died now. There yeah. must be people out there living in big houses who made all their money from the sweatband <laughs> yeah. industry. Sweatbands. I know. They were huge status symbols at my school. Like, I wasn't allowed anything with the label on it and I, I wanted Nike ones yeah. and I wasn't allowed this, them. I can almost Ruined guarantee my life. this will be a little portion of the one show in about five yeah. weeks' time. Yeah. Whatever happened to sweatbands? Because <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, I think they're listening to this show. Well, we think they are. Really? God, do you have, do you have more? Evidence. On Wednesday, oh there was God. a reference to what they call the people who watch the one show. And they don't call them teetossers like we do. A phrase we use quite a lot. They call them the one showers. Yeah. One shower. But they're known as one showers. Anyone who shower. watches. I've made a mistake. I made a little mistake. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think yeah. one showers would all have a flamboyant. <laughs> okay. That came out and I was like, that sounds a little bit like teetossers, mate. Yeah. yeah. You know, that seems bit. like a 
an unusual thing to do. You sound like a paranoid. It, it, like you sound like oh, you're just massively. you know going a little bit upriver. <laughs> I am so furious that Angelica <laughs> Bell got that stint, <laughs> not me. Not you in a dress, as we've discussed. That would look a, a gorgeous. Big wig, yeah, sitting there, absolutely brilliant. I tell you what, though, I wouldn't be any worse than Kate fucking Thornton. Oh my god, she wasn't good. I have to, as it, with my TV critic hat on for a minute. Jesus Christ, she was yeah. So this is back to the magic. Yeah. yeah, the psychology yeah. of magic, which I think is an exhibition yeah. taking and the place note, in London. And the note from the director was, Kate, just play dumb, play dumb. No, dumber. No, no, <laughs> dumber, dumber. Like, when we pretend to throw the ball, like, look around to see where the ball's gone like a dog. Yeah. <laughs> it's really stupid. And, and this was one of those things where they sort of go, isn't magic special? Yeah. Well, here's how it's done. Mm-hmm. And don't tell us how Let's it's ruin the magic. done. Totally yeah. ruined. Can you show me some, some kind of trick that might make me think I'm seeing something when I'm not? I'm going to ask you to pick a card that you'll see in the deck. Are you ready? Yeah. Do you have one? Mm-hmm. How do you explain that I know it's the Ten of Hearts? How do you do that? I wanted you to choose the Ten of Hearts, so I just had to show you this card slightly longer. Your brain's going to pick this information more easily. And so you tend to choose this option. I mean, I thought you weren't allowed to do that. I thought that I was. Didn't a, think you were. But there is a program my son's obsessed with on um, one of the streaming services, which I don't if we've been watching. Frankly, because he's only ten. It's got lots of like assistants in tiny underwear. <laughs> uh, but John, I'll tell you which way you can. Thanks very much. But it's, it's basically it's this guy just revealing the secrets supposedly of the magicians, and he's the mask. Oh um, yes. Sort of entertainer, and he doesn't sort of say who he is. I think he did reveal. He who was, he was a big in hit in the nineties, wasn't yeah, he? The yeah. secret magician. This definitely looks like it's been made in the 90s but I have a feeling it's like a new one that's been made recently but yeah it was for all a... your Bon Jovi video needs it's right there <laughs> there was um, the, the, the point of the film because I, I thought initially oh it's just a film about magic but there was mm. a sort of point to it because it was for helping children who only had the use of one hand. That's right, about dexterity. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is called homoplegia, I think, or something okay. like that. Okay, yeah. Right? Um, so it was, that, was the, that was kind of what it was about, I right. suppose. But I wondered, it, it felt off the shelf, didn't it? Yeah. But they'd, because they'd got Michelle Gale, who's in Harry Potter, Ooh, and that's about magic. That in. Yeah. yeah, that was, you know, they did that thing of going magic. Uh, yeah. Oh, I've got this from ages ago. <laughs> yes, yes. Is Kate Thornton still alive? <laughs> Let's just use it. Anyway. They, did, they did show her reacting to a card trick. It was a good card trick, but the way she reacted, it was like if you. Every know, time. You know when you like lob a sausage over a dog's head? <laughs> <laughs> she really recoiled. <laughs> if you tap it, then everything does change. How do you. Do that. <laughs> you know it's a trick. The person opposite you is a magician. There's no other bit in, in your life. And at one point she pauses and goes, oh, I know you're tricking me, and then something else happens. She's like, oh, damn, yeah. damn. If someone approaches you with a deck of cards, I, it's a guarantee they're going to go, and this is your card. Yeah. Yeah. Don't be so surprised. Yeah. If you do want to see something that is really sort of unfathomable and sort of unbelievable, then... The fact that Kate Thornton is still on television after 20 years. Ta-da! How did they do it? No one knows. I think, I think your explanation is right. It, that was filmed a long time ago yeah, and she is yeah, not yeah. any longer on TV. Right, I, I really thought she was going to say, so Kate, I want you to ten of hearts pick a card. <laughs> <laughs> How did they do it? Baffling. Uh, worth noting as well, just to add, add to uh, the big book, the sort of biography that we're making. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Matt likes magic at a wedding. Uh, Angelica, oh, does. she doesn't like not knowing. Oh, I'm a big fan of Matt. I love Matt, like at the wedding, you know, we've got a magician there. It's great, but I don't like not knowing. 
That's right. She doesn't. She likes. No, no. Michelle Gale liked the mystery. Yes. Yeah. But, but didn't like magic. Angelica does not like not knowing. Right. I mean, just she become a magician. Things. Become a magician. Yeah. yeah. Then, then Learn you know, the that, trick. That, that worry will, will leave you. Yeah. Watch <laughs> the scantily clad Channel Woman yes. thing that you were talking about. Yes, there's so much to learn. That. Yeah, Michelle Gale I thought was really lovely. They gave her a really strange intro. She's great. Where they, they said uh, in the three years she was in EastEnders, she went from schoolgirl to Ian Beale's personal assistant. I know. What, I thought, what, what a fucking thrilling <laughs> programme. <laughs> what, what a ride. <laughs> Tonight's guest spent a fair bit of time in Walford. Yes, as Hattie Tavernier. Now, in three years that she was on the square, she went from schoolgirl to Ian Beale's personal assistant. I mean, do you remember the day that she became Ian Beale's personal assistant? <laughs> where we were you all remember where we were. And then they said she then went on holiday to Norwich and never came back. <laughs> At Christmas in 1993, she went to visit a family in Norwich and she never came back. <laughs> I mean, why you to make just... the programme sound the shittiest thing? Oh, also saying, and you got fired. You were not at your contract. <laughs> it was not renewed. You had a great big owl. Yes, they make this podcast. Yeah, but not just this podcast. You're shitting me. Name some others. Well, there's Trolled. We had Luciana Berger and Gary Lineker coming on. Oh, yeah, and there's Crime Club. You get done for that. Yeah. <laughs> There's the fear. It's a kid's show. They really, really scared me. There's always there. Thanks very much, because I would never have gone down Howard's way had you not asked me. There's friends with friends. Shoving a funnel in Joey's mouth and Rachel pours fat down. (laughs) And there's ask the nincompoops. Kids ask us the questions they want answered. That's for kids we shouldn't have sworn earlier. Bollocks. Quick, play the sting. Great big owl. Hi. This is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode, and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc., Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. And then yeah. they insult you know, They have this habit of insulting guests sometimes. You come on. They showed a clip of her, mm. didn't they? Because she was yeah. a pop star for a while. Yeah. Yeah. She had yeah. some couple of hits, one on Top of the Pops. Oh, very show. successful. Yeah, 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 she was. A couple of clips of Top of the Pops there. And Matt said... We've got to ask you about the singing. Why have you not carried that on? Yeah. I know. Well, because of the fickle nature of the fucking music <laughs> industry. Yeah. Yeah. What do you want me to say? Yeah, because, because I'm older now and I had kids and I'm busy. And yeah. have, you seen, have you seen pop music? Have you seen how many fucking 41-year-old mothers <laughs> are, are out there performing number one hits? 
about, let me tell you how many there are. Zero. Okay? <laughs> and that's not because we don't want to do it. It's just zero. Yeah, that's the way it. things work. I just yeah. love how they it's... ask so many questions to which they either, one, know the answer, or two, there is no answer. Yeah. yeah. It's just yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's the tautology of the one show. You just keep going, why did you ask I that? Why? I noticed this in the Fame interview. So yeah. they didn't, it was quite a tricky interview because the people who were in Fame, none of them have gone on to do anything else, really. And Fame is, it's, an, it's quite old piece of TV. Very mm. old. Now, they ha- this is actually a follow-up from something which we've talked about on this That's show. right, a year ago. A year ago. Doesn't that put the fear of fucking God into you? <laughs> Have we been doing this a year? Over a year, but yes. If we die at 75, we've spent a 75th of our lives talking about the fucking one show. <laughs> and they didn't really have many, very many questions. It is difficult. And there were seven people there. And they got down this really awkward cul-de-sac where they were sort of going, it was quite a benign question where he, they, I think Matt said, and it was such a hit all over the world. And and oddly, the, the cast of fame, they got quite hooked on saying the word Israel. Israel. <laughs> you must have been getting letters from all sorts of different countries. So where, where, were, you, where were your fan bases? Yeah, I can't even, I, I don't even know. There were countries I didn't know how to pronounce. <laughs> oh, I, it really? was astounding. Yeah, it was really, I don't know. Was it Israel? I think Israel. Israel. It was 80, 80 plus Israel. countries. Right. We were getting letters, you know, from anywhere in the country, anywhere in the world that the show was. You know, the UK, of course. Um, Italy, uh, Israel, 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 lots of letters. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then one of them sort of went, ah, something's happened here. We're all, we're all just saying Israel again and again. And so it's like, I'm like they were stuck. I'm going to step in just to stop this because it sounds fucking weird. And he sort of said, yeah, well, I mean, what you have to understand is fame uh, was, was cancelled by the network. Normally in America, you'd do three seasons and then you'd wait sort of a year and you'd go into syndication. Something about syndication. And yeah. then with this being cancelled meant we could go into syndication almost immediately. It's like, no, we were really happy it so, was cancelled. For example, so I was good. living in Texas and you could actually then see this on WGN and they're nodding away. <laughs> yeah. nodding. People would stay up and watch it on WGN from Chicago. My grandmother had to stay up till one in the morning to watch really? the shows. <laughs> no, I, this was a, a fucking disaster. They couldn't yeah. pull it out and everyone had to pretend that we understood a word There was of this. another bit as well we thought when they said to... The, now, I only remembered, because I used to watch the Kids from Fame, yeah, right? Too. Big fan. In fact, mm. I went to see the Kids from Fame at the National Exhibition Centre in Birmingham on the 1982 wow. tour that they were talking I, about. I am going to point oh, out there are that. still tickets available for that Monday matinee she's put on. <laughs> I'm not going to that. So, uh, But the, uh, the, the, there was a question to one of them who was in later series of Fame. Yeah. So I only really knew Danny and Doris and they Montgomery. Like and the thing. cool cast, let's mm. face the it. Other, the other ones at the other end of the sofa, yeah. not so much. No Coco, no so No Coco, no exactly. Yeah. But the, the other one... They said to him, what did they say to him? I, um, they said, what, what was your highlight, I think, of, of you know, being involved? You auditioned, you got on it yeah. later yeah. on, the cast were already there. What was your highlight? And he, and he said, Dancing with Gene Anthony Ray. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Dancing with the dead one. Dancing with Gene Anthony Ray. Yeah. Now, there was no, I knew who that was because yeah. I used to watch the kids from fame and my mind works like that. And I was like, oh, that was Leroy. Mm. Memories of fame. Yeah. They didn't explain it. Nope. Well, no, they did. Then they put up a still and he was in the middle of the little group shot. And yeah. He was there. It was the only time they referenced him. They didn't talk about the bad AIDS and they didn't talk about the fact no. he died, did no. they? No, no, no. no, no, no. no, no that was Not subjects yeah. you can tackle on the one The other thing. thing about that photo was these people, that was taken, what, 35 years ago, yeah. 40 years ago? I couldn't recognise any of them. No. So the fact that there's one who wasn't there, I, know. I couldn't pick up on that at all. <laughs> I was like, please talk about the syndication again. <laughs> <laughs> they did a weird thing at the beginning, though, didn't they, where they had the whole title sequence from the Kids from Fame, yeah. where it was just one of the, you know, American and they TV did a then and now thing. Yeah, and, style yeah, shot yeah. with the name of the character, you know, mm. F.R. Paul as Montgomery, that kind of thing. But then they did, they cut in them 
some shots they'd shot of them into the title sequence looking like they are now and all that was was an exercise in going Jesus Christ <laughs> it was horrible what happened to you yeah I noticed in this bit the, the way that they do the questioning on the one show and in that one which was one where they just couldn't get a foothold on what they were quite talking about but they, they realised they had three minutes left there was a children's hospice there was the show the common thing they kept saying on it was they would go and what was that like what was it like and that's their yeah. their, their cover question as soon as I'd seen and what was that like yeah what was it like it comes up every single time oh, and some people would say things like when we were doing it it was absolutely fantastic and they'd go right fantastic and what was that like <laughs> what was it like <laughs> <laughs> you know uh, and people would sort of then go on to a second bit where they'd go uh, yeah, I mean, it was very hard and it was... And I was sitting there going, please, let him get to the end and just go, and what was that like? What was it like? <laughs> and <laughs> let's think... just keep doing this for an hour. But I think the show <laughs> Bible must just specify, like, if you're if you're getting anywhere near, like, content of any texture or substance, for God's sake, pull it back, pull it back. <laughs> like, get them to back to the surface, like, Veer no depth. off, Veer there was off. A, there was a nice bit when Angelica Bell, at the end of all of that, you know, they said, the Kids From Fame show is on in Liverpool and the ticket's left for the matinee. And Thanks to that detective inspector who got the cast back together. What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> yeah, so th- we, when we talked about this before, she's yeah. a police inspector, yeah. big fan of fame, and she Since used her 11. detective skills, yeah. i.e. Google, to, tr- to <laughs> track them down and no, bring no, them to No, no, she Britain. was the pen pal of the woman who played Doris. Oh, that's right. Because she the, bugged yeah. her. Relentless. This apparently is what happens. If you if you bombard a celebrity, eventually they have to become your friend. <laughs> so she's a policewoman, yeah. but a stalker. Yes, yeah. yes, exactly. Yeah. She could arrest herself after the show. I mean, uh, she, I think she works in the Wirral. Um, there, there, there have been zero uh, solutions to a number of murders, but on the Plus side, the cast of there are together. two fame concerts <laughs> happening, so not a dead loss. And at the end, at the end of it, um, Angelica Bell just went because um, she's still wearing at this point, obviously all of her nineteen uh, eighties yep. fame wear. red sweatbands, yeah. And just said, "Don't forget your leg warmers." And the look on Matt's face because his had gone by then. Yeah, it, 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 it just, and she raised sort of, her leg. She raised her leg, yeah. And it was over a high heel. I it know. Was all tangled up in it. It was a bit much, frankly. And, and Matt was one. just like, "Fuck off!" We've had the fun. <laughs> yeah, we've had fun. And yeah, it's we all fun. know you're going to try and break the three week barrier. Just <laughs> Mind your neck in there. Uh, then we went on to what I think was uh, the most boring film of the week. Talking of reunions, uh, here's Lucy with a very special reason to thank someone. In an emergency, things move fast. It was the film about Ryan. Oh, Ryan. Yeah, who came off his BMX. Yeah. And then was reunited with yeah. the uh, doctor from the air ambulance yes. that, that saved him. Yes, that was very dull. I mean... Oh, the I, hug was very awkward as well. I did oh, enjoy really the awkward was. hug. They, they Trying to get a teenage boy to hug a full-grown man. Yes. Kind of, he doesn't know him, he's never met him. Well, really. he's never met him because he, he was unconscious. Yeah. So it's just a thing where a man steps out of a helicopter and they say, right, give him a hug. Like, hold, a bit like, longer, hold it a bit longer. Yeah, like, like, a bit longer. OK, now break, break. Yeah. <laughs> it was dressed it up like it was a massive surprise or a treat yeah, to this yeah, kid, yeah, yeah. or indeed the doctor. Uh, the other great thing is was when the mum said to the doctor <laughs> along the line, she, she sort of went, I mean, what you did was just so incredible. And what was that like? Um, <laughs> what you did was, was so incredible that you, you saved Ryan's life and everything. And he went, yeah, I mean, I do that every day. Do that loads of people. You just did an absolute amazing job. And you, you don't, you just think of it as just a, a daily job and it's not. Saving people's lives is just incredible. Well, I see it. It is a daily job. Um, you know, people do all sorts of things that help people out all the time. This is just one. Yeah. <laughs> 
I don't do yeah. this with everyone, though. This is yeah. weird. I why mean, are we I mean, doing it now? I could be saving lives now, but I'm, I'm really glad to be here. You know, I, I don't know why I'm here, but it's great. Well, well, well done, everyone. Yeah. Um, it, it was a funny one because the other thing is they showed the actual uh, accident right at the start where Ryan... Uh, was going along the pavement and he went into the road where he was hit by a car. Um, And at no point did they say, this was, by and large, not the driver's fault, this accident. Ryan was on the pavement, he went between two parked cars, went straight into the road and was hit fractions of a second later. And wasn't wearing a helmet. Wasn't wearing a helmet. And no one at any point said, it's a good reminder, actually, if you're out on a bike, you need to be aware and to wear a helmet. They showed him riding his bike again in that kind of like that cutaway shot saying that within two weeks he was back on his bike and he did have a helmet on. They didn't reference it at all. No, not at all. Remit, road safety. I'd like them to do one next week where they go, we've reunited all the people from the other side of that and you meet the driver who is largely blameless and you meet yeah the person who's like helping him through (laughs) it you meet his family who are going yeah we were terrified about being prosecuted you know it would have just been absolutely uh, it was a funny thing not to have anything in that that sort of went gotta be safe guys well that's why it was sort of pointless I mean it it, I mean it's like so. As if to it underline, does happen every day. But as if to underline the pointless of it, my favourite thing about this VT was when you cut back to Belle, who again, remember, is auditioning for the permanent yep. job. Yep. Maybe Alex will love her baby so much she can't come back to work. <laughs> um, uh, and she, she, they cut back to her. And I think it was actually Matt's link, but she kind of went, also, and you thought, oh, she's going to say something really profound. She says, also, there are some really good people out there in the world, so... Yeah! <laughs> Love right. Also, there are some really amazing good people out there as well in the world. Yeah. What? Yeah. She's that. Absolutely. She said it with the kind of you know uh, knowing zeal of someone's like, and I've noticed that, and hey, we should all think about that. Okay. Yeah. And until she said that, vote for me. I thought I thought we lived essentially in the Hunger Games, and I I had no idea that if a child got injured, people people would try and save it. Helicopters who will do their job if paid. (laughs) (laughs) There was a, a staying with that same program though then it went into Benjamin Zephaniah uh, uh, and they what? banished the cast of fame they just oh, they disappeared yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, that was a magic trick Kate Thornton came in <laughs> oh the fame kid's gone oh my yeah. god it's like- the grown-ups of fame. <laughs> loved Benjamin Zephaniah. I yeah, thought he yeah. was so good on this. He's a he breath just, of fresh air. He wasn't he? However, though, it did steer a bit into Me Too right at the beginning, didn't it? The kiss did chase. You, the kiss chase anecdote. Yeah, yeah, I used to coerce young girls into kissing me in the playground. Yeah, yeah. for and my it, poetry when I was 42. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't mention anything about that. I'm still going to playgrounds and I chase school children. Yeah, what? no, Benjamin, not a good start. Angelica I'm, Bell went, wouldn't work on me. Well, yeah, it was this game called Kiss Chase. Have you ever played it? Never. But you used to have to use up a lot of energy to play. So I had this thing. I'd go to a girl in the playground and say, you know, tell me your name. And she'd yeah. tell me her name. And if I, I'd say, if you tell me your name, can I, if I make up a poem about you, can I get a kiss? I wouldn't have been fooled by yeah. that. The anger just simmering beneath the surface. She just she yeah. didn't react well to that. At all, maybe did maybe she? I wouldn't have tried it on you. But she kind yeah. of smirked as if to say, or would I? <laughs> <laughs> it was a bit because kiss that whole kiss chase thing, you know, was yeah, playground staple of you know when we were at school and, yeah. and so on. But it but because of the current climate that you can see <laughs> Matt do his usual is this sensitive or I not? Like I can't really tell. The current climate, like it'll be over in a minute. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> we back, I'm chasing you out of here. Yeah, I'm kissing oh, your no. face. <laughs> there, is, there is something funny about that. That as soon as you say, as soon as you say, what I used to do was I'd and the three words trick school kiss. <laughs> Terrible yeah. combo. Uh, I did learn though uh, now because they talked about dyslexia here. Mm-hmm. But one thing I did learn this week from Monday. 
Monday. Matt Baker is dyslexic. Oh yes, that's right. Yeah, no, Tuesday. Stephen Graham. Stephen Graham. Stephen Graham was on. That's wasn't he? right. No, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Stephen Graham, you know, line of duty and so on and so forth was on. Uh, his, I love Stephen. Graham. And his he's wife sounds like a controlling maniac who decides <laughs> all of his career decisions for him. Well, that was this. She has the, to read his scripts for him. Exactly. And this was the weird thing. So he said, "I've got dyslexia," mm. and my my wife reads the scripts, right? And and then it, it, she's and he, but so she chooses my roles. Yeah, was, was the effectively. Yeah. Is she quite helpful with choosing roles? And extremely. And... Um, yeah, extremely helpful. She reads everything first. I, 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 you know, I suffer from slight dyslexia, and she's she's amazing. She reads everything, and she knows it by about the first five or six, seven, eight pages whether or not I'm going to do it. And sometimes she just says, you're doing this, and I go... Well, and she got, yeah, you're doing it, it's brilliant. She's the puppet master. Yeah, <laughs> and Matt said, oh, I'm dyslexic, my wife does that for me. Yeah, because you're oh. dyslexic as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, I'm the same, my wife does the same for me. Does yeah. Incredibly helpful, yeah. yeah. And I'm thinking, what? your wife reads the scripts. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my God. That poor Surely woman. not. That poor woman. Is she all right? <laughs> <laughs> the idea that there's a script for the one show. <laughs> no, it's not the same, Matt. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, um, I, I really enjoy uh, on Monday's show, I mean, actually, talking to Stephen Graham, did he give away some line of duty stuff? Yes, by accident. Yeah. No, he didn't. Did he? How did yeah, I miss yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, he did. He, well, they, they said that, well, it was in seconds because they said, we're going to talk about line of duty to Stephen Graham. Stephen Graham's here. Hooray, hooray, hooray. Uh, no, there'll be no spoilers. Now we're talking about line of duty. Now, to yeah. anyone oh, who is man. into the series watching it, we will have no spoilers here because the big finale is on Sunday. Sunday. Yeah. And then they said, the people come up to you in the street or whatever, he goes, yeah, they all come up, they uh, they go, um, oh, it's terrible when you got your throat cut, cut, cut. People have been coming up to me in the street and it's been, you know, people have been very lovely and they've gone, oh, I hate the way you got your throat. Yeah. You, 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 the way you, you, ta- you, you... <laughs> <laughs> That's right, he backed out of that And he one backed out of it by saying, nice Tie. But he, he mined like a very explicit throat cut. The say. next day yeah. on Wednesday show on the hour long, they had Vicky McClure in. Oh, that's right. And yeah, she yeah. was looking anxious through the whole <laughs> thing. And she'd obviously been told, yeah. okay, Stephen fucked up. Yeah. Don't you do the same thing. <laughs> now, they had a bit on this, which was an attempt to do something a bit telly. So when they went to the interview with Vicky McClure, yeah. they walked into a set of a police interview room. Oh, my God, and that's brilliant. it opened. I know, and it sounds good on paper. Yeah. And the execution, it was the worst thing <laughs> I've ever seen on British television. Wow. One show interview of Vicky McClure. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so it's the final episode then of Line <clears throat> of Duty on uh, Sunday. So we're going to ask you uh, a few questions. On the record, the nation is hooked. Yeah. Can you explain to us in as much detail as possible how this happened? Well, um, it was a gentleman called Jed Mercurio, actually, who's guilty of this. He wrote the scripts. Mm-hmm. He's a very clever man. Mm-hmm. The scripts got stronger. We got really good people involved, and then millions of people watch it. 
When Matt's wife read this to him, he thought it was a great idea. <laughs> but you would have done. You would have looked at it and gone, this is great. And actually what happened was, because they were part acting and part not, they left her sitting there as they walked in. And they walked in looking very sombre, like serious police people. They sat down and then he'd sort of go, right, start the tape. And they'd start the tape and he'd go, now, Vicky McClure, we want you to tell us everything you know about Life of Duty, uh, Line of Duty. <laughs> And she was sort of half playing along. And you know when people go, this is tanking. And so you sort of go, I'll pretend to crack up a bit. And that will make it fun. So oh, she went, no. <laughs> silence, <laughs> silence. Oh, and she God. went, well, it's a television show on BBC One. And they'd go, mm. have you got uh, anyone that you're working with uh, that, whose names you can say? Oh, God. And she went, um. <sighs> well, that's um, Martin Comston, myself and Adrian Dunbar, um, Having fun. I'm already dying inside. And it went on for five minutes. <laughs> Holy five, wow! Five minutes. And oh. it was, they, once they were in it, they were like, ah, we can't crack out of this now. And yeah. just no go, regrets. Yeah, Power on. Absolutely. Or, or it would have been funny to really ramp it up. <laughs> so having Matt slapping the table going, fucking tell us! <laughs> Turn the tape off. Right, jumping over the table. <laughs> Knocking her to the floor. It would have been wicked. Once they were in it, they couldn't pull out of it. And it, was, oh, it, it tanked so badly. Uh, so badly. Have a watch. Two thirds oh, of the way through. Oh, I'm going to oh, watch that now. now. It, we yeah. do want to talk about itch. Oh, yeah. Obviously. Itch Samuel. Yes, it's where I used to work. Yeah. <laughs> it was my first job. Ear piercing. Yes. Yeah, I, th- I think I've still got the skills. I mean, mm. I'm happy to. When was the last time you pierced an ear? Um, when I worked at H Samuel's, I was trained. Um, and yeah, I'd use a, a, an ear piercing gun. Device. A device. Yes. Yeah. It makes me... I feel a bit ill thinking about it. Did this top Salmon Rushdie playing table tennis and being asked questions like, <laughs> wouldn't chopping more plastic? Wouldn't more plastic? I was, I was, I, I'm super aware. I'm, I, I would never say anything bad about Vicky McClure because... No, she's amazing. Because when we're engaged, I don't want her to have a reason to back out. Quite so. Um, this could quite, ruin the whole wedding. I yeah. know. I can't... Uh, there's enough that I'm bringing to the table that's ruining it. I don't need anything else. Um, but I mean, she was she was great, but what, a, what an embarrassing... Ouch. What an embarrassing section. He didn't ask what was it like. What was it like? <laughs> <laughs> and so that brings us to the end of part one of this week's The The One Show show. Part two will be waiting for you tomorrow, like a mugger hiding behind a wall. Please do us all a favour and rate and review this podcast on iTunes or something, and why not follow us on Twitter as well, at The One Show show, using a stamped addressed tweet. See you tomorrow. What was it like? Great Big Owl. What? Great Big Owl. Stop saying that. What about Great Big Owl? It's a family of podcasts. Ooh. Who's in this family? Well, there's Rule of Three. That's us. <laughs> there's Brian and Roger. Hi, Roger. It's Brian. There's the The One Show Show. There's oh, nowhere else nice. you would find a, a four or five minute film about Pine Martins. Yes. Without a sight of one Pine Martin at all in the film. There's Barry and Angelos. Oh, uh, gooch, gooch, chooch. Yeah. Remember that lovely one. And there's Smirch Pod. Could you eat first? I think we know. <sighs> well, I know. I don't know if I'd want to eat Lazenby. Basically, look for Great Big Owl on your pod, what's it? Good idea. Have we got a sting? Owls don't sting. Great Big Owl. 
That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.